This is a CK to Z news update. Content warning. The story discusses colonial history and its negative impacts on Indigenous people of Canada. Powell River City Councilor Cindy Elliott is looking forward to resuming work on the potential name change to the municipality in the upcoming City Council strategic planning meetings following a broad scope community engagement on the issue last year. This is an ongoing process that began nearly two years ago, and Elliot says can't be rushed. I've been a huge advocate for taking our time, including the whole community, and not moving forward without the bulk of the community understanding where we're going and why. The city lies on the traditional territories of the Klamath Nation, and in May 2021, the nation's representatives formally requested the city change its name. According to the city's museum, the current name was bestowed circa 1880 after Dr. Israel Wood Powell visited the area. Klaaman Chief Wegas John Hackett wrote on behalf of the Klaaman Executive Council in June 2021, quote, If the city believes in reconciliation, it must disassociate our homelands with the name of Israel Powell, a man who was instrumental in carrying out the residential school policy and is credited with outlawing the potlatch. This legacy has been devastating to our people, inflicting severe generational trauma and causing irreversible loss to our culture and language. End quote. Councillor Elliott explained that the community accord first signed in 2003 between the city and the Klamath Nation governs the steps the two parties must take. The community accord indicates when we have issues that come up that we are not in agreement with, that the way we handle that is we form a working group. So a working group isn't the same as, say, a public meeting where all of council attends and we debate things and make decisions. A working group forms to talk about stuff and make recommendations to council, which council would then separately debate and make decisions upon. The joint working group consisted of 11 people from both the municipal and the indigenous local governments, as well as community members. The group hired two consultants, Trina Isaacson and Lisa Moffat, to roll out a diverse community engagement process in the spring of 2022 that included open houses, walking tours, and other community events, and additionally received feedback through letters and nearly 3,800 surveys completed by the area's residents. The whole experience was new, and outside of what a lot of local governments are doing these days, and one of the things that we ran into as a bit of a challenge throughout our process was we were simply formed to create a public engagement education process not to try to make a decision of any kind. And one of the things we had as an objective was to create an understanding within the community as to why this request was being made. And what we found challenging was the community was more focused on what the name might be and whether it was going to change or not change. And because what we were rolling out seemed to be a little bit off target from where the community was talking, we had a lot of challenges in the process just having people support us and understand what it was we were trying to accomplish. So the joint working group, we would 
convene meetings and have consensus on what we wanted to do. We built some amazing relationships there. And I feel like we are moving toward a better model for communicating with Common Nation in a way that works better for them. At the same time, I think we have a lot of work to do in the community to create understanding about how this kind of a process works. People were wanting to jump to the decision and make referendums and things like that. And then we would be hit with all this community unhappiness. So we tried to throw in these big open mic community forums to talk about whatever the community wanted to talk about as an afterthought. And some of those went quite well. We had a lot of voices at those places. We did have some people, unfortunately, feeling a little unsafe in those forums. And we did have a lot more forums that were more closed and smaller groups like the Brooks High School for Youth. And we went to the Chamber of Commerce or anybody's organization that would invite us. After the engagement process spanning across last spring, the consultants provided a report to the joint working group, which in turn produced its own report in July 2022. Both of these, along with other documents, are available on the City of Powell River's website. We got to sit in a consensus building exercise with all of the information from the community engagement and understanding what the community was concerned about and come to consensus with Klahoman on some recommendations on how to move forward. And I think that's really powerful stuff. So there isn't a decision by City Council what to do with that just yet. The timing was challenging in that we were in the middle of an election by the time it all came to fruition, which was a challenge we had been pointing out all along. And we had a little bit of disappointment from Kahaman with that. They wanted decisions prior to a new council. And we just explained it wasn't really possible for us to have that happen. So we've had an election. I got voted back in. I feel like the people who know what I'm doing and what I'm about have given me a mandate to proceed with trying to forward work on the name change. The thinking is we take the recommendations into the strategic planning. All of council gets to weigh in on those recommendations and we as council determine how we want to move forward. And that strategic planning is scheduled for February, I believe. So I'm really excited to take all the work we've done and go to the strategic planning process and see what the new council makes of moving forward with those recommendations. The joint working group made 11 recommendations, which fall under four categories. The first three are that there is additional and fine-tuned public education and engagement, that the city make reconciliation with the Klaman Nation a strategic priority, and that there are efforts to reject all racism and support healing amongst all regional residents. Common Nation members that were subjected to some of the backlash from people in the community that were really upset were impacted quite negatively by that backlash. So even though we had formal government-to-government relationships that were fairly progressive, the community at large was not included in that umbrella, they weren't completely aware. And so it wasn't necessarily feeling like a safe community for Klahoman people to come and participate in because we didn't have a consensus among the community about what reconciliation is, what the history behind it is, what does that look like, what does it mean for our city. And so those recommendations around general education 
were to further our whole community as far as the knowledge level goes around past atrocities, past negative impacts of colonialism on Indigenous peoples of Canada and specifically our local Klamath nation. And uh, I think that's Canada-wide. That's something that needs to happen. But we wanted to take some leadership as a joint working group to provide recommendations for how we specifically here in this community have work to do. The last category referred to next steps regarding the original request of changing the city's name. With the joint working group recommending that new name options are defined, but rejecting a referendum at this time. The concern that we needed to decide right away with a referendum made no sense, simply because as time marches forward, the people who live in the city with their learnings about how history has impacted the nation, it changes people's opinion about these things. So a snapshot in time is what you'd get from a vote today. Whereas reconciliation is all about increasing knowledge and understanding about things people haven't known or understood before. And to assume a referendum could make a decision today about something that really should be a process that maybe ends somewhere else down the road, consensus building processes never start where they're going to end, right? What I did hear from lots of people is, yeah, okay, I, I get why this is problematic for Klahoman. And what I'm really worried about is trying to make a decision about what the name could be when we don't know what the potential names are. So what I'm going to take into strategic planning and advocate for is that we open up conversations and the city manage the next step, which would be consulting with the community about, well, if we were going to change our, not saying that we are, but if we were, what would you like our name to be? Let's get some ideas out there. Because Klahoman has never told us that they need us to have any particular name. And we are already moving forward with the province around dual names for a lot of places. And so we're inserting common name places throughout the Cathet region and within the city as well. And most people are very favorable about that. But the name that we would call our city is very close to the heart of all the people who live here. And many people are still very much in favor of Powell River. But there also are many people out there that are, well, I like Powell River. I also might like something else, but without knowing what the options are, I can't tell you whether I'm in favor or not. And so I think if the name were going to change, what do the people in the city feel like they could get behind? Let's figure that out next. And then when we can narrow down where people would be comfortable and happy, we may have a shift in whether people are interested in that name change or not. There's a sentence I wrote down from some of the information available that this is a moment in time where people the world over, and especially in Canada, may be looking to this possible renaming process to see what it means to be in good relationships with local First Nations. So I'm curious about how it feels to have that sense of setting a precedent, that potential responsibility there of how you're moving through it. Yeah, we're breaking ground here, I think. And not that other municipalities haven't changed, but the situation wasn't precisely the same as we have here in Paul River. And I'm pretty excited to be a part of it. From the Klahoman side, they're working with a third party group doing a documentary on the process. And I think that's an excellent idea because it's an amazing piece of history. We sat down with representatives from 
both sides of the city and Ka'aman and came to recommendations within that joint working group about how to proceed when we didn't necessarily have the same idea about how to proceed. So the fact that we, as a joint working group, could come to consensus gave us huge hope that we would eventually get there within the communities as well. Councillor Elliott wanted to especially mention Kalaman Elder Doreen Point, who was part of the joint working group. I would really love to credit our elder, Doreen, for sticking with us and resourcing the entire process the way that she did, showing up at some of the more painful sessions and being there with such class and beauty that just really wanted to acknowledge that it was a very large process. I'm aware there are some people in the community that are smarting about the entire issue, and I want to be sensitive to ensure they understand that nobody's trying to move forward without them. And I'm also not in favor of shutting this conversation down in any way, shape, or form. And I have another term in office to try to advocate and bring forward. And I think a lot of it is organizing and having resources dedicated to the actual goal of reconciliation and increasing education among our community. And once we can put some organization and process behind that is adopted at the city level, we can go ahead and implement that and have budgets for it and things like that. And maybe early summer, we'll have a really good sense of how that's going to look for tasks that people are doing and who's doing what and maybe what staff might be resourcing the action plan that goes along with the strategic planning. It's hard for me to predict. I can just speak to what I'll be advocating for and hopeful of. You have been listening to an interview with Powell River City Councilor Cindy Elliott on the ongoing process of a possible name change to the city of Powell River. For CK to Z News, I'm Anastasia Avakamova. CKTZ News is brought to you by the Local Journalism Initiative, the program funded by Heritage Canada and administered through the Community Radio Fund of Canada.